Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Stover. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first-gen clients become millionaires. I'm a formerly undocumented Mexican-American and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world. And I'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey. I talk about personal finance, money mindset, working, unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Boom. Okay, welcome to my podcast, Orlando. I'm super happy to have you with us today. I am so excited. Thank you for having me. Yes, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. This weather is something else. It's been in the 90s, but I've been going to the lake a lot and it is like 10, 12 minutes away. So it seems like I just have a pool in my backyard, but it's not. It's the lake. It's still a great time. And where are you located? I am in Washington, about 30 minutes away from Portland. Beautiful. I'm so happy you're here and talk about this journey. And before we started recording, I asked you how you were doing and you're like, I'm good. And I was like, isn't it weird to legit be good? You're not just saying you're good, but you're like actually feeling good and happy. Actually feeling good and relaxed to a point where it's like, is everything okay? Am I missing something? It's like, no, your Virgo self can have a seat and I know you can relate. Yes. And I'm like, no, this is life now. Like it's a little bit more slow and relaxed. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't have to struggle anymore. What? My goodness. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like we have a break now. Yeah. <laughs> can take deeper breaths. Yeah. And I think our eyes get big when we talk about this because we probably imagine that this wouldn't happen so fast. I thought I was going to feel like this when I was like retired like 60 75 and it's like oh I'm 31 and I can feel like this now (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and I don't know I get so emotional just because I wanted this for so long (sighs) I wanted this for so long and I didn't really have a timeline I couldn't even see myself in retirement to be honest Mm -hmm. and to say like oh, I'll feel like this. I didn't know what this meant, you know, like I'll feel a certain way because Mm -hmm. I didn't see that in my parents, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that I could actually be relaxed at this age, you know? So it was hard for me to envision that, which is one of the reasons why I was working with you because I'm like, okay, how are you living your best life (laughs) in Mexico? at a pool, enjoying (laughs) sunsets. Like I want that. And I had been wanting that for a long time. I knew California wasn't the place for me, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't. It it was just like hard to see it, you know, because my parents moved to the U.S. for a better future. But for me, it was like, okay, I have a lot of opportunities here in San Francisco but I kind of want to step back a bit and my life to be a little bit more slow, have more space in all of that. And so 
it's been a journey, but you, you're right. <laughs> Our eyes do get a little bit bigger because we didn't see that happening now. Yeah, we didn't think it could be this good this soon. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I wanted to have you on here. I'm already getting chills because we we work together and I wanted you to share your, your journey with everybody listening because so much of your story is so relatable. You and I have a lot in common. We are Virgos. We're used to getting shit done, <laughs> doing the most, staying on schedule, like seeing the big picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we both were undocumented. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what country you're from, your parents, your story? Yeah. I was born in Guatemala and I came to the U.S. at the age of 10. So I'm 31 now and I've been here for 21 years. And this year, I just recently got my citizenship. Yes, you did. A second passport. And I cannot tell you how I just feel a little bit more free now like I didn't think I would just because I have had my residency but it does it feels a little less stress um I am the oldest of four and so with that comes a lot of work or I have signed myself up that's what my therapist had said mm-hmm. it's like okay Orlando but did someone say it's your job. I'm like, no, but uh, as the oldest, I think it is. And, you know, so like going through that, um, I used to live in San Francisco and this year just moved to Washington. So that's a little bit about myself. I was very deep in debt, about $30,000. And it took me a year and a half to get out from Um, And can I just say that I didn't get out of debt because I wanted to get out of debt and I was like super stressed, which I was, Mm. but how I got out of it was because I wanted to save money for my wedding. And (laughs) can you believe that? And so we did that with my husband and had a wedding in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And then I realized after my honeymoon, wait a second, if we can save money for that, I can also get myself out of debt. And that's how that happened. Sometimes people think like, I don't know, that it's like, you're just so stressed and, you know, it leads to like getting out. For me, it's like, it was something fun that I wanted to do. And I proved myself that I could. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that ever helps anyone, like prove yourself that you can get like that one laptop that you want or that one trip. And then use that same strategy (laughs) to like pay off one credit card. And I think you use the word fun is not a word a lot of people use with their debt payoff. I think when you make things fun, it just becomes easier and easier. And you're a budget coach as well. You proved it to yourself and you help other, mostly women of color, do this for themselves as well. Just proving that it's possible. Proving that it's possible. Yes. Yeah. And day to day, we're proving new shit is possible for ourselves as well. 
Oh my goodness. Like sometimes I find myself like texting you and say, Hey, this happened. Has this ever happened to you? It just feels so alone in these streets, you know, and just to have someone else. And (laughs) you are so relatable. Like it's the main reason why I worked with you. It's because like, I can go to you and say like, Hey, just because we have walked, you know, a little similar paths. Um, and I think that's just a beautiful thing about working with a coach you can relate. So thank yeah. you for that. Oh, thank you. You were one of the first clients that I worked with when I decided to move from three month coaching to six month coaching. So what was going on financially, mentally for you? Uh, and why did you decide to work with me? Um, so I was going through a lot of like something like ready for that next step, Mm -hmm. right? I had been teaching myself how to get out of debt for such a long time and stop living paycheck to paycheck and building an emergency fund. And that took me so long that I knew the second step was investing and thinking about my future. And I didn't want that to take as long. And I remember having a call with you and thinking, okay, I know I want to work with Charlie, but I just don't know when. So I say, I'll circle back. And that same day I texted you, what am I waiting for? Time is money. Let's yeah. start now. And we literally started the following week. Like, yeah. When can you get me in? Let's go. I still remember uh, your eye emojis. You were like, time is money, actually. It really is. And see, here's the thing. I, I was the oldest. Um, and us not really knowing us as in my family uh, about investing and how we can get ahead. That was really something that drove me to also work with you because my mom had money. Like I knew, let me back up a little bit. You had a workshop a summer and I, yeah, a summer, last summer. Yes, last summer. And about how to open a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. I attended that and learned so much. So if you're watching, I think Charlie still has the workshop in their website. So go watch it. That led me to open the Roth IRA for my mom. And so we had money there. We had, uh, I tried to invest 6K. Mm -hmm. Yeah by myself but I didn't know what I was really doing and so I wanted to work with you because we had 25k in there by then when we started working and I'm like we really need to know how to do this um so that was like the other thing that I wanted to to work on like super fast and you just attract like I was gonna say attract amazing people but am I calling myself amazing I kind of yeah you are (laughs) um but you're like just so amazing and I'm like I want to work with you uh so yeah yeah and I like how you mentioned that you had done the saving thing so long 
yourself. And I think that's something that we were raised to think that we had to just save money and budget and like punish ourselves if we didn't do it or if we asked for help. But then you shifted that and went from, hold up, I don't have to do this alone anymore. I can literally hire somebody to help me make this process faster and not just fixate on saving my money, but literally having it grow itself in the stock market or my business or both. And that's what we're all about is increasing the income streams and no longer just budgeting and being restrictive, but bringing more money in. Yeah. We both have in common that we worked with Kat Del Carmen. Mm-hmm. She uh, was our amazing uh, business coach. And so I remember you mentioning in one of our group sessions that you sold some of your stocks to pay for her. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, My Tesla stock, $3,000. There you go. Got rid of yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah. And so when I heard that, I was like, wait a second, I am missing something over here. <laughs> because the thing is that I'm okay right now. I'm doing good right now, but I need to make space for whatever life comes or throws at me in the future. And I don't want to be struggling. I don't want to be wondering if I want to do it or not. And to have that option of like, oh, let me sell this and purchase this because I really need it at this time. It's something that I wanted to also learn which is another reason why like, Hey, Charlie, time is money. Let's start now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. And how has, has your money mindset changed since working together? Like, did you even know like what money mindset was or how is that just literally just talk about money mindset? Cause we didn't dive right into the numbers or investing into like month three or four. Yeah. And I think I came in strong too. Right. I'm like, so, Hey, listen, uh, my mom has 25k in her Roth IRA and I need to know how to invest it like now like yesterday um so and you're like hold up uh let's pause so let's talk about money mindset hello um you're probably like what the fuck? I, I'm like Charlie I already know this but you know what the thing is that as I've never had someone to speak money with before, aside from family. And so that was different. It was very liberating. It was so liberating to talk money with you. And so, um, wait, what was the question? Just like, how did your money mindset shift or did you realize that it was something even worth talking about instead of just diving into the numbers and the how-tos right away? Yeah, I um, ended up so I felt very liberated, like talking about money with you. And one of the things that changed was that we can make shit happen now. I know you and I were talking about uh, going to Italy and then getting on a yacht and just living the best life. And 
I kept saying, oh yeah, when like we're 40, 45. And I, and after saying it a few times, because I don't think you told me the first time, you're like, Orlinda, why are we waiting until we're 40? <laughs> we can do that right now. And, and, I, and I said to myself, oh my goodness, we, we can, why do I keep waiting? Yeah. Why do I keep waiting? And so that was one of the things that really changed the game for me. Um, going back a little bit too, I know, I think you and I started working together in October, early November. Yes. And so by that time, I knew that I wanted to move from San Francisco to Washington and uh, a bit nervous. And also uh, husband wasn't really on board yet. He mm -hmm. was nervous as well. Mm -hmm. But um, I had a dream in the dream. I remember that I moved to Texas, which I wouldn't move to Texas, but my dream, that's what it told me that I would fly to um, San Francisco to see family and friends. And I think I had a conversation with you that also like helped me make the move again with the idea of like, you don't have to wait that long. You can mm. make it happen now. And that has changed so much for me. I don't have to wait. And see, that's the problem with me where I'm like, I need to have everything lined up and everything mapped out to mm -hmm. make the move because I get so nervous. And also I am the first one in my family to do so many things. Yes. And so it's scary. I, I keep questioning myself. Um, but when I have like someone like you and you telling me like, Orlando, you can do it now. Orlando, you're good. Orlando, you know, like that has changed so much for me. Yeah. Like you've done so much hard shit before. It's important to recognize how much we've done because we're used to being badasses and we surround ourselves with badasses. So we discount all the amazing things that we do. Sometimes you just need another person to be like, actually, you've done amazing hardship before. Keep doing yeah. that. Yeah. And you did keep saying that we have gone through so mm -hmm. much and we can do this. When you look at it like that, it's like, hold up a sec. You're right. That was much harder <laughs> uh, to do. We have overcame a lot of things. Yeah. And you also took advantage of very low interest rates to buy a house. Like you got interest rate at like 3% or something. So amazing. Charlie. <laughs> Listen, I moved so quick. Like when I had yeah. the dream, I booked a flight <laughs> and then put a down payment for that house. Yeah. I got an interest rate of 3.1, which is around doubled now of mm -hmm. what it is. And it changed so quick. <laughs> Timing was impeccable. <laughs> yeah, you made all of this happen so fast. Like you just started working together and all of a sudden you're like, realizing oh shit I don't have to wait and then everything was just unleashed and I see you flying back and forth and taking your bernadoodles to the lakes and yeah. having fun yes. I love it. but just having you really helped me not be scared and reassuring me that I was making you know the right decisions for myself mm -hmm. like I was you know good and that I didn't again you know have to wait but yeah it was just so helpful the timing that you and I started working together was such a perfect timing such a perfect timing 
Yeah, but I remember it wasn't all like rosy. You were going through a lot of grief as well because you were you were crying. You're still going to therapy and processing. You're like, Charlie, why do I feel so sad to be leaving? This is literally my dream that I'm living. Why am I so sad? Oh my goodness. So that's something really important to talk about because we're grieving the loss of our past selves as well. That has been so difficult. And uh, for everybody listening, I made the move April 22nd of this year. So we're talking about three months and a half in from the move. So a lot of the feelings that I'm about to say are still true. Uh, I have been going to therapy for two years now, and so that has helped me uh, process my feelings. How all of this started um, was I lost my bearded dragon in Mm. February, and so I was super sad. I didn't think that I would be that sad, Mm -hmm. and then I went to therapy (laughs) And I said, listen, I lost my bearded dragon and I just keep crying and crying and crying. And in reality, yes, I was sad about my bearded dragon, but it wasn't my bearded dragon that was causing me me to cry so much. And as you mentioned, it was uh, the grieving that I was going through and the move that was about to happen and you know, it's a, it's a life that, um, my, some people can only dream to have. And so I felt so selfish crying and kind Mm. of, um, like, why am I feeling sad? I should be excited. And so, um, but again, it's not, you know, something that happens to just anyone. And then Um, I was leaving my family behind. So I felt guilty about that because then that meant, or that means I am living my dream. But also my parents have dreams and they aren't able to make it happen. Realize them as quickly, probably. Yeah. And so I felt guilty about that. And Mm -hmm. even after making the move, me enjoying so much of my relaxation or or my trips to a trail, a lake felt so selfish, feels Mm -hmm. so selfish. Uh, And so I cry about that and it's hard. It's hard. I didn't, I knew that in the first months I had to have my calendar a little bit open so that I could go through the transition of like unpacking and kind of letting my body settle Mm -hmm. because what that happened quick what I didn't prepare (laughs) for was more crying after I got here because of the guilt Mm -hmm. because of us like being separated because the other thing I didn't realize that I had to bring to therapy was last time I was separated from my mom Okay, I'm 31 and it sounds like I'm 18 or something. But like separated from my mom was when I was nine turning 10 and my mom moved to the US. Um, So my parents came here first and my sister and I stayed behind for about 11 months until all of our paperwork was ready to come here. 
And so I remember that being hard on me at 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that is coming up right now. And then that is hard. So I'm still like processing all of those emotions. Um, So it hasn't been, yeah, unicorns and (laughs) rainbows. Yeah, exactly. Like you still feel low, even when you're living your best life, (laughs) there's still those low points. And then when I feel sad, I'm like, oh, this is probably my five-year-old me coming up and just looking at my life and saying how awesome it is that I feel that survivor's guilt. It's like, oh, other people have it bad. I should, I should, I should, but we can't let those shoulds consume us. And we just got to keep living our best lives as well. There's a balance. And that's why therapy is super important. I don't know who I'd be without therapy. <laughs> same, same. I, that's where I learned that it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I know you might be able to relate to this, but um I hide my feelings a lot. Mm-hmm. So, because we've had to. <laughs> we, there you go. I've had to, yeah, put him under the rug and be okay for other people um, or to not be asked questions. And so that happens a lot right now. And so the unlearning of so many things, but unlearning of this has been. Like being okay, like I'm going to have my low points, even when I'm living my best life and just creating space for that Mm -hmm. has helped me tremendously. Like don't, me talking to myself, like don't rush to feel okay. Like just go through the feeling, just go through it. It's Mm going to be okay. It's temporary. Yeah, there's that balance of don't rush to, to pretend you're all good, but then also like I don't have to wait to live my best life. Mm-hmm. So it's this this balance that we're all learning and juggling a lot sooner than we thought we would. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I remember you mentioned that when we started working together, your mom had like 25 G's in her account. You were like, Charlie, we need to invest this shit yesterday. <laughs> so what really happens after six months? How's your perception of investing changed? Oh my God. Yes. Yesterday. Um, I feel so much uh, comfortable. Okay. I'm so excited about this because mm-hmm. I used to like, you know, transfer money to my emergency fund and then pay the bills and do all of that. But now I have added that extra step of transferring money to my investing accounts uh with my mom is like separate right but with mine I see that I transfer more and that I'm aware of where that money is going and so that is really exciting and that is really cool and that has added like another layer of feeling not stress but more freedom even like Like, I don't see the freedom now, but I see it in the future. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're like, duh. (laughs) Yeah, I keep talking. (laughs) I'm speaking my language. You get it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And so, you know, hopefully in the future, I, anything rises. Like I, I, I know that I'm going to be taken care of you know, and that I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to rely on my kids to be my retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And I could just continue living my best life. And 
I really rude in that. I'm like, I just want to live my best life. Um, but I have to start working on it now. And so yeah. that was important for me. And I think that's something shifting with us where we're used to the instant gratification of buy physical things, get the thing in front of us or buy the trip now, live in the now, but it's important to think of the future. We can live our best lives now, but also like the government's not going to take care of us when we're 70. Social security checks are a joke even now. So Lord knows social security will probably not even exist by the time we're like 70. Yeah. So yeah, we have to have our and, own backs and, and set ourselves up in the future. And Charlie, I don't ever want to go back to survival mode. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> it's been, you know, overcoming that now I never want to go back. And so just continuing to do that. And anything that I learn, my sisters are open to it, like I pass it down on to them. So this is why I'm super, super grateful for you. It's because mm-hmm. you haven't just helped me, but helped my mom and then helped my sisters who are now starting to get internships that are paid in learning how to like manage their money. And then that's just changing my family tree. Yeah. And you helped your mom also negotiate a raise as well. It's like all around you, you're helping your family. If anything, just by modeling to uh, what you're doing, they're watching. Having the money conversations for sure. Um, I know sometimes I think they're not watching, but they are. Mm-hmm. I keep talking about how I negotiated my salary and then my mom went and negotiated her salary. So one of the things is I want her to be like comfortable and have her make her own choices, right? I'm so glad that she's like picking up on it. I'm like, mom, you might be losing money. But you know, the other thing is that she is also having uh, conversations about her salary with the rest of the caregivers that she goes to the park with. And so I'm like, oh, dang, mom. So you do have money conversations outside of the house. What? And uh, I'm new to having money conversations because not everybody's open to it, right? Mm -hmm. I have tried in the past and the people just shut down and I'm like, oh, okay, no, not here. Got it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We'll try again another time. Um, But yeah, so they are watching. And my sisters pick up on the negotiating skills too. Um. So sometimes they don't negotiate like money if it's like not money, but they negotiate time, dead, you know, deadlines and stuff like that. So having the conversations, man, it really changes, changes everything. Seriously. And, and what's been your biggest transformation? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Moving states. I... I was doing this by myself. Like it was my idea basically because my husband like he's very supportive but also very like oh I was born in San Francisco and I've lived here and I don't want to move and I'm like well let me break it down to you look listen if we move this is how much we would have extra we could have a home we can elevate our lives like how cool would that be and we could still travel like why not and so when we broke down the numbers right he really uh, said all right I'm on board 
but that still kind of led me to do the work of like, oh, okay, well, let me ask someone, how have you done it? So I think that the support that you gave me, um, it's been like one of the biggest transformations of moving states. But this is the other thing. Okay, so I couldn't just choose one. The other thing is investing my mom's money. That is not, that's a transformation that I'm going to see in the future, but I'm taking care of it right now because that's going to be super helpful for my sisters and I. So super excited about that. Okay. And you're not ready for this one okay? because I wasn't ready for this one. <laughs> but remember when we were looking at my 401k mm-hmm. and we were exploring, like you asked me, Orlando, well, do you have a Roth 401k? I'm like, uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, what? What does that mean? (laughs) Um, And so I had the option of um, uh, having a Roth 401k. And so now we're investing in that right now, right? So that's another thing that I think it's a big transformation like in the future that I'm going to be super, super grateful that President Orlando took care of that right now. Yeah. And you contributed more of your paycheck as well, which I see time and time again, like all my clients that usually end up increasing their 401k contributions, because that's money that's right out of your paycheck. You don't have to worry about investing it after it hits your bank account. And it's a no brainer. Yeah. I was contributing. Uh, that's the word, right? Contribute yeah. 3% because I was getting like the match from my job. And mm-hmm. that's what I felt comfortable with because I didn't know what was happening. Right. And then uh, we started working together and I raised that to, I believe, 5%. And then afterwards, after I got my raise, uh, we were Congrats, always- by the way, on your raise. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Another conversation about salary will come this fall for Mm -hmm. sure because inflation is nuts Mm -hmm. it has changed ever since I had that conversation so I'm so excited I'm like let's not leave money on the table let's keep talking about this which I have more to say about that by the way but let me finish my thought here I was um where was I going with this my oh and then we stopped um working together and then I raced it again. It's just made me feel more comfortable knowing where my money was going mm-hmm. after our six freaking months together. I'm like, oh, you wait. <laughs> no, now like that is my driving for any races that I do and for my move too, because now I know how to invest. So I want more money for me so that I can invest. And so hopefully retire early. Yeah, for sure. You not only increased how much you're putting from your paycheck to 401k, but you also realized that you could change the investments because somebody told you what to do. And then when we explained that, I was like, are you sure you want to invest in this? Like, this is what's going on. And you were like, actually, no, let's change it up. And you know what, Charlie, that came from um, a conversation that we were having over lunch. And uh, this person volunteered herself to help me. And I'm like, yes, girl, help me. Um, so they didn't explain anything, but they just kind of like said, I should continue doing 
something that I didn't really feel right, but mm-hmm. I also didn't know any better. And so I came to you and I'm like, hey, this is what she told me. And then you like totally just didn't tell me what to do, but just like explained all of this shit. And I'm like, what? That is exactly what like I want to do and started like piecing the things together. And yeah, we did a lot of changes to my 401k. So thank you for that. Yes. Of course, changing all your monies right and left. We're all about understanding and empowering. I was never like, now you should do this and call it a day. I don't, I believe that's dangerous, especially if people are just recommending you to buy a specific stock or fund or whatever. I don't trust anybody. You have to understand what's going on behind the scenes, what my debt situation is, everything before you even talk about making a recommendation. So that's why it's important to know what the options are of the menu. Exactly. And so I, when we're talking about like biggest transformations, like one happened, like, you know, right now, and then the other two are things that we did now for our future selves, but for anybody listening and like wanting to invest on a money coach, like do it. If you're like gravitating towards Charlie, like do it. The investment that you're doing now, but the return that you get, I'm getting chills because it gets me so excited. Like I understand everything and I can meet my goals and, you know, like just to have someone that gives you all of that education and guidance. Oh man, it's just freaking amazing. Oh, yes. I'm getting chills listening to you get chills. Uh, So are you, fellow Virgo. (laughs) So many chills. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just love our conversations. They're just so expansive. (laughs) And I feel and I feel so seen and understood. And man, I just I keep telling you this, but I've I've just been so tired of doing things alone. Mm -hmm. And figuring it out by myself. I'm just so tired. It's so nice to just have someone else that is there that have gone through it and can guide you and you can ask questions. It's just incredible. Yeah. And I really miss one-on-one coaching. My last one-on-one coach was Kat and we stopped working together a year ago, but yesterday I hired a writing coach and I'm so excited to have a one-on-one coach because it does hit different than group. It so. is right. Congratulations. Thank I saw you. that. I've been absent and I saw that and I'd be like, oh my gosh. Yes. The world ain't ready. Okay. Get ready for this niche bitches. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot wait to see what you create. Thank it's you. Be it's because we've done all this work of investing in ourselves and fit therapy and asking ourselves what we really want out of life and the tears and the healing and the crying and all the sharing of experiences. The biggest thing holding me back from starting the book was, do I think my story is worth telling? And then I was like, of course it is. If I believe in my community, my clients, my chosen family, I'd want them all to write 10 books. So why am I stopping myself? Yeah. 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 Because sometimes we haven't had like the best people in our past lives, (laughs) you know, that have told us or have put us like in little boxes, but we're meant for so much more. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's we are stopping ourselves for yeah. sure so congrats thank you I'm super Wait. 
excited and I have so much more time freedom than I've ever had in my life. I thought I'd write a book when I was retired again, when I was 60, 70, I'm like, I have the time freedom of a retiree. Might as well get these books started. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Now is the time. The time is now. (laughs) (laughs) So going from biggest transformations, so amazing hearing you talk about these. What about any little micro moments in your day-to-day that have changed that have had an impact on your daily experience? I remember during the time that we were working together, we created a Pinterest board and you told me, Orlando, what would your life look like? And I had never done one of those. I have done like vision boards for the entire year, but not necessarily what I wanted my life to look like. And uh, so I've taken a lot of those things. For example, Mm. embodying my million dollar self right now. And what does that mean for me? Um, It's a bold lipstick and like an earring that I really like or wearing colorful clothing, but I'm on black today. But (laughs) I have a little bit more of those in my closet. So like little things like that. I also created like an outdoor space um, so that I can journal, eat there. It's like something different. I have like view of the trees and stuff like that. Like that really changes how I feel. And I was there before I came on here. So me showing up here I told you, I'm like, so relaxed. And then I'm like, looking up in the sky, I'm like, oh, why am I so relaxed? Like, why am I questioning it? But I love that I'm practicing things that I haven't had before so that I can start being okay with being relaxed. It's funny. Um, (laughs) I like taking my pups to the park um, in the mornings and walking them. It's like, time for them a time for me and it kind of feels it it is a lot of like self-care because I'm not rushing into my day it's like I come first and then things will will happen like my nine to five and my emails and then I guess the more I say it it's a lot of like the feeling because I grew up a lot of uh, moving like this and things need to get done like ASAP. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm also tired of moving like this and doing things ASAP. I'm like, I can relax. Things could wait, y'all. Things yeah. could wait. So a lot of like what I do also has to do with like me feeling like Zen and me feeling, um, filling up my cup a little bit more. And so those things have helped me a little bit and um, not feeling stressed because when I fill up my cup, then I feel less stressful. Sometimes what used to happen right back in the day is like the stress would come up, like the anxiety would come up and it's like, oh, okay, well, why am I feeling so like, like over here, like I'm doing the motion, but uh, what would you call that? like strangled up to here I'm yeah. like frustrated something. like yeah like very frustrated and so I would shop and then <laughs> that's what got me into that mm. um and so 
but when I'm more relaxed, then I, I'm not looking for, what is it? Materialistic things to fill up a void, Mm -hmm. but I'm taking care of me. Did that answer your question? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's anti-capitalist as fuck. Because capitalism prefers the older Linda that had to go, go, go and was stressed out. And once you had a second and did process your thoughts and your childhood trauma, oh, time to go buy something and feel better, but still feel like crap because I'm in debt. Like that's the perpetual cycle that capitalism loves that we finally recognized and we're breaking free from that and I also relate to the fact that I also catch myself as because as a kid I was also like if you're bored do something be productive and now I'm like no I can literally just chill here in the morning felt gratitude journal I wake up without an alarm I do breath work and meditate I'm chilling (laughs) there's no rush anymore there is no rush and the more we talk about it which I don't see a lot of conversations around this, by the way, mm-hmm. but, um, or I don't know if I'm on the wrong side of the internet, but the more <laughs> conversations, the more conversations we have, then those around us pick up on it, right? Yeah. Because my sisters, uh, they're, be, they're being a little bit more chill too. I find them like being like going super hard. I'm like, hey, but have you taken a time to pause today no oh like that's important because then that leads to something else and something else but those around us it's just so important to have these conversations because people benefit from this yeah even when I was at the nine to five I'd always be the first one of all my coworkers to go on the the employee assisted plan offered free therapy so I'd do that I'd take a mental health day and I'd be the first to say, I'm doing a mental health day. And then I noticed all of a sudden my coworkers were like, I'm taking a mental health day too. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, like at my nine to five, we have unlimited ones and we're like, oh, okay. Like nobody's taking, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, this is why y'all are stressed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're taking as many mental health days as your heart desires. <laughs> you deserve all of them. Yes, that. And I also, when I, um, oh my goodness. What did I do on my job? <laughs> ah, negotiated. There you go. Sorry, I lose my words sometimes. Okay. When I negotiated my salary increase, I also added more vacation time. Yeah, you did. So on top of the vacation I already had, I had more vacation and out. Like I have that. So you best believe I'm taking pauses. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not feeling well today. So I need to take a pause. And I, that wasn't me before. I, that was not me before. So we've come a long, a long way. And I've been with the same like manager for four years now. So I wonder what they think of like me not asking for a raise for so long and then showing up this year, like I need a raise because of X, Y, and Z. And also let's move to (laughs) having every other week be a three-day weekend and let's add some vacation time. I wonder what she thinks, but. It's just, you know, like when you learn the things that you can negotiate at work and the things that your body needs, man, 
Mm-hmm. It changes. And we're not taught these things. When I thought of salary raise, mm-hmm. I thought it was just literally a salary, but like you're saying, you can negotiate a flexible schedule, three-day mm-hmm. weekends, sign-on bonus, all of these yeah. things that I had no idea until like we took Evie's, Evie Prete, salary negotiation coach. She has a yeah. group program that both of us took. I wasn't trying to negotiate my nine to five, but I was like, okay, Evie's just starting. <laughs> She's not mm-hmm. charging what she should, but I helped her raise her prices. But I was like, I'm going to get in on this shit now. <laughs> yes. And again, I was, okay, can I just say this? Why are we like this? Um, <laughs> of like, oh, I don't know if I want to invest in this, even though we see the value and the return on investment. It's like, I don't know. Oh, but the new phone is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it is about like $1,500. I'm totally getting it. Yeah, like, okay, but we don't invest in ourselves. It's going to bring us more money than like a $1,500 phone. Are yeah. you kidding me? And so I was going through that again. And then you talked to me and I was like, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and then, yeah, you negotiated like a five-figure salary increase. And even with inflation, oh, you're about to go ham again. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I was money and then made like my money back five times or so. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need to invest in ourselves. Amazing. And okay, so last question, what result or results are you the most proud of from our time together? Oh my goodness. Um, what am I most proud of? I think I came on here and like got so much more than what I was hoping uh, to get, but it's not like, (laughs) I just didn't know, right? (laughs) Like the results that could happen and everything, but um, the most proud of, I think probably my move, my move. And my mm-hmm. investments, um, because I put money, okay, when I was with you, I still didn't have a Roth IRA. So I opened up the Roth IRA. I had my mom's, not mine. And then the brokerage account. So I'm mm. super proud of that. And my 401k, um, because you really took me from like zero to like, I don't know what number, but like a lot in understanding and feeling comfortable uh, managing that. Um, I'm very proud of my move. I feel that you've modeling my your your life and just sharing so much, which thank you so much of for course. sharing so much with us. <laughs> um, but you just having living the life it in Mexico and getting your massages. I'm like, I want that. I'm super proud of uh, the move that I made, although it's been a bit difficult uh, emotionally, but financially, it's what was going to work for me. Um, And something that I keep reminding myself is that this is not permanent. It doesn't have to be permanent. I can always go back and that makes me feel better. But for now, like this is what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm very proud of those those two things. And I want to thank you again for mm-hmm. helping me through the process because like I mentioned, I was just tired of doing this by myself. Just having you really 
made this process a bit easier. Yeah, we don't have to do it alone anymore, people. Mm-hmm. We you can don't. ask for help. And guess what? You might get a return on your investment five or tenfold. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding? So much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's oh been a magical journey. Mm, you know <laughs> those, six, those six months were magical. Yes. Amazing. Is there anything else you want to share? I don't know if you have any uh, master classes or anything else coming up or anything going on. Uh, yeah, I want to mention uh, one thing. If you've been thinking about working with Charlie, like jump on it. Like whatever you don't, if you're nervous about something, like that's what the sales calls are for. Bring your questions, ask anything like before you think that you know, before you make the investment and you're feeling nervous, that's what those sales calls are for because I made my life so much easier um, working with you and learning so much. Um, And you can find me at Pero I Can Do It Too. I will be having a budgeting class coming up. I still don't know the date, but if you follow me, you'll see the announcement very soon. Perfect. I'll add your IG to the show notes. Thank you so much. This has been an awesome recap how it started and how it's going. (laughs) She's met with Charlie session. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Amazing day. I'm so grateful and so excited for future Arlinda. We're going to party on a yacht in Italy. Yes, (laughs) very soon. Thank you so much for having me and I'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Happy Virgo season, (laughs) y'all. I hope you enjoyed that episode, uh, uh, listening to Orlenda talk about her story and the growth that she made just within the six months of working with each other. Um, I just loved hearing about her story and her journey is just beginning, which is super excited. So if you would like to work with me, I am taking one-on-one clients. The link is in the show notes to book that sales call, like Orlenda said, to just talk with me and see if working together will be the right choice for you. And you might not even know what results are possible until you even try. So When you're ready to start accessing your millionaire self, I would love to meet with you and talk to you to just talk about the possibilities that are really infinite that I'm super excited to to dive into with you. Again, happy Virgo season. (laughs) It's um, the most wonderful time of the year and I'll be releasing another episode with another Virgo TBD. All right. And thank you so much to everybody who's been sharing my podcast, uh, whether it's just through word of mouth or I love it when y'all share on your Instagram stories and tag me so I can reshare. Please review now that this podcast is also now on Apple Podcasts. That one took a while to get ready. Good thing I still have my old iPhone 6S because it was a whole ordeal (laughs) customer service getting that on there. And I'm also on Spotify and Amazon. Yes, yes, yes. 
Thank you so much to all of y'all. This podcast has been so fun to make. I can't believe it took me this long to do it, but I, I know why. It's because we're all perfectionists. Uh, we're all told <laughs> by society that we shouldn't have a voice or that we shouldn't put ourselves out there. But once we do, it's game over. We are the ones that need to give ourselves permission to shine and share our stories and and connect with others so i'm super proud of myself and my clients for doing the scary things for investing in ourselves not just in those 1500 dollars phones but really asking ourselves what do we want out of life and those things can change but it starts with making that investment in ourselves and truly believing that we deserve to do that because if not us then who all right have a great day everybody bye The information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only. Your purchase, download, and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship. The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.